Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen, on another episode of Derek and Eric coming at you for more football talk. Yeah, buddy. It's just right around the corner. Just right around the corner. College football has started. Got some oh. big matchups there. Fake colleges starting. Fake colleges. No, fake high schools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got broken uh, legs. We got football. Broken legs. I mean, but there's so much. Do money. How you doing? How am I doing? I am fantastic. It's it's September already, which is crazy. I just man, this year's gone by quick. But it's awesome because when fall rolls around, that means football's back. And man, when we go on that six month hiatus from summer till the fall, I'm like, ugh. See, I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, once football's over and the draft is over, I'm good. I don't oh, need I- any more football for six months. I'm okay. I am too, but then once like training camp and stuff starts kicking up, I'm like, yeah, it just needs to start and come back. Once like I now. start getting fantasy football stuff going, then I'm like, oh yeah, let's get some football. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that too. Football. But <laughs> heck yeah. Are you ready for some football? Let's oh, get boy. into the rundown. Let's do it. All right, so we're gonna start with some college football and NFL news. As we said, college football is back. We'll touch on some matchups there. NFL mm-hmm. cuts, a really big cut in the NFL. We will oh. talk about that. We're going to do our final season preview for the NFL with the NFC West. Go Rams! And the AFC West. <laughs> I like how you always throw that in there. Go Rams! <laughs> and then we also have Louis Lounge, but as you might be aware, Louis is not here, so it's going to be Derek and Eric's Lounge. Yes. And- Come on in, have some whiskey. I got... I got three stories and Eric's got one. I've got a fun story. Pretty good story. He brought to my intention that he's got to talk about. Yeah. But Derek, let's kick it off. College football is in full swing and back. Heck yeah, it is, man. Like, uh, CU played last night. Just dominated. They should have because they played UNC. They played UNC. Colorado. You know, smelly Greeley up there. They played them. So, yeah, if they didn't, if, well, hey, you could vouch for it. It's pretty smelly up there. But, Anyways, yes, as they should have dominated because they played Greeley. And, yeah, it's a good good confidence booster game for them, you know, first week. Well, they and have like, to with three rookie QBs on the depth chart. Freshman. Same thing. No, rookie is NFL. A rookie freshman. When you first start They're college, rookies in college. It's fine. It's the same thing. Technically, they are. But when you start college, <laughs> you're a freshman. So, yeah, yes, three. details. Three freshmen, yeah. So this this team's pretty young, and yeah, definitely when they probably play the, the other Pac-12 schools, that will probably show the yeah. that they're freshman quarterbacks. <laughs> we also had CSU in action, and they got raffle stomped by South Dakota State, forty-two to twenty-one. Yeah, they scheduled the FCS backup championship team to a game, and they didn't even they played one game last year. CSU played what six games six. and gets dominated. It wasn't even close. Like Rams, what do you what do you do? What's going on up there in Fort Collins? What are you say, doing? If you want to get into the Big Twelve, you gotta start doing oh, something. Seriously, if you want to move conferences, you better beat schools like this. If not, you're in. You're you in better for a, spank teams like this. You're in for a long ride <laughs> if you move into the Big Twelve. <laughs> More Serious. money, but <laughs> man, but yeah, you want more money. But yeah, I saw that last night and I'm like, 
like, does that, am I reading that correctly? South Dakota State beat now, the Rams? Would you rather play a team like South Dakota State and get Raffle stomped or schedule George to go to Georgia in week one and get Raffle stomped? Probably Georgia. Because <laughs> at least you're getting paid more you're to lose to a, a million bucks sport. to travel to Georgia. Exactly. Go play in Athens and get beat up. Yeah. Well, let's about, quickly talk. Oh, go ahead. How about some games going on right now? That's, huh? I was just about to say that. Let's talk about some matchups. We got two right now as we're recording. Oklahoma, mm. number two, Oklahoma is tied with unranked Tulane, 14 all in the second quarter. Wow. Spencer Rattler has got, he's what 12 a- of 13 with 167 yards and a pick. His only incompletion is a, interception Jeez. can we just acknowledge what a name that is spencer rattler's a beautiful name <laughs> i mean what a name that is. that is like the that's like the epitome of what a football player's should name should be spencer rattler that is just that's a be that's a badass name man I like and it. the other game going on right now this is a good one 19 penn state at 12 washington washington wisconsin that one is tied zero real quick zero. did you real quick did you see <laughs> did you see that guy at the Clemson tailgating thing, what he did? No. This morning? So <laughs> so there's this guy tailgating because Clemson is playing Georgia today. And this guy was, yeah, tailgating. And he decided it would be a good idea to rub mayonnaise all over him. He ran. Gross. <laughs> and they showed – because uh, what is it? How college football goes to different uh, campuses all the time. So – Kirk Herb Street and them were talking and everything. And yeah, when they panned it out to the crowd, you just see this guy getting doused in mayonnaise. And like Kirk Herb Street and all of them are like, whoa, look at that guy. He's having fun. That's disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, getting covered in mayo. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. We also have know. ranked number one Alabama going to 14 Miami. This should be a fun one. Good old Alabama. <laughs> That's about my thoughts on Alabama. Whack. I think the best game of the week, though, is number five, Georgia headed to number three, Clemson. Oh, yeah. That's going to be that's going to be a damn good game. Kicks off at 530 Saturday, ABC. I see that's going to be a good game. How about Ohio State on Thursday, man? Playing Minnesota. They had to they had to make a little bit of a rally there. And they yeah, won CJ Stroud, to 31. He played an awful first half, but then came back in the second half and put four TDs on the board and just exploded. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Definitely Clemson and Georgia is probably the game to watch today. And like I said, Alabama and Miami, that could that could be a pretty interesting one this afternoon. I don't know, man. Montana and Washington. Look out. <laughs> they might set they might set a record for most watches. Juice, have you seen what the logo for Montana is? No. It's just letter marks that says Grizz. The Grizzlies, the Montana Grizzlies, their logo just says Grizz. Hey, how about this from Thursday? Coastal Carolina beat the Citadel. The Citadel. That's a school. How about this from last night? Virginia Tech beats 10th ranked Carolina and Sam Howell, the projected best QB to get drafted next. Eric, Eric, you are not going to believe this real quick. The Coastal Carolina and Citadel game from Thursday night. The Citadel quarterback, final game stats, two of three, 16 yards. Did you say two of three? 
for 16 yards. That was his final number. That, that's game. a number one overall pick right there. <laughs> Backup quarterback went one for three for minus two yards. So I'm going to assume they're a running team. Yes. Uh, <laughs> here you go. Nick Storch had 26 carries for 66 yards and a touchdown. His backup had 20 carries for 100 yards and no touchdown. Oh, touchdowns. my God. So, there you go. 46 rushes? Yeah. What the hell? On top of uh, a couple scrambles that the quarterbacks did since clearly they didn't throw the ball. But, yeah, that's that's a lot of running. Last game I want to touch on here, 16 LSU going to UCLA. That should be a fun one. UCLA needs to win that if they want to prove themselves under oh, yes. Chip Kelly. That's what I was getting ready to say. Chip Kelly needs to prove himself. Yeah, that he's a good uh, – he's a good uh, – he can be a good college coach again. Yes, he can. All right, let's move on to the NFL cuts. Oh, the boy. The biggest – like, there weren't very many surprises. Usually we have, you know, good two or three. This year, Cam Newton gets cut from the New England Patriots to make way for Mac Jones to start in his rookie season. Real what are your quick. initial thoughts there, Derek? Well, real quick, I want to wonder what New England is doing too, because they also cut Brian Hoyer. So, it's Jared Jones' show. And Jared, no, but and Jaron Stidham is on IR. So, Mac Jones is the only healthy quarterback on the roster right now. I'm sure they'll sign somebody, but, <laughs> but Cam Newton, man. All right. Talk about NFL MVP back in 2015, the year they went to the Super Bowl. Man. And here he is six years later, just it's the shoulder injury, man. His fall from grace, so to say, has, has happened to him. He's had two or three surgeries on the same shoulder, his throwing shoulder, and he, he hasn't looked the same since. No. He just, quite frankly, he hasn't been the same since he lost that Super Bowl. <laughs> I think it was after that. It was the year after. Because the, the Broncos' defense, they, they just smothered him. They, yeah, but they killed him. Oh, it yeah. really was those injuries. Oh, no, it is. I mean, and it's just because of his whole running style and the way he played, he just – he would always put his shoulder down and he never slid or ran out of bounds. And, yeah, he just – he took too much abuse on his body and it's 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 showing because he's only he's only 32 years old and he's just – Quarterbacks are the ones that last a long time. Yeah, look at look at Brady. He's 44. <laughs> he's still he going. signed for another two years, isn't he? It's, yeah, just – God. It's sickening. But, but and, and we, we kind of talked about it before we started recording. It doesn't, I think they're, New England's actually going to be better with Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, I think they will too. I mean, it will, he's 15th overall pick. He, he, he should have just been the starter from the get go. Cam Newton, I could have saw as, as a backup, but I don't know what it is with him. I don't know if they just didn't want to pay him or if there was something else going on behind the scenes that they did. We don't I've know always about. been under the impression that having my team having gone through drafting a rookie QB, just start him. The reason you're drafting a QB is because your team is crap. 49ers. The, the reason you're drafting a QB <laughs> is because your QB is crap. Yep. I mean, why not just put him in there? Let him see how he goes. And people are always like, well, you don't want to wreck his confidence. If you don't want to wreck his confidence, he's not the right guy then. Seriously, like just he's the only way he's going to get better is you play him. That's yeah. it. He's got to learn the game. Just yeah, throw him out Justin there. Justin Herbert. Him to the wall. Justin Herbert. 
Yeah. I mean, Tyrod Taylor had to get stabbed in the lung with a needle <laughs> for the Chargers to be like, all right, put the rookie in. But then he, <laughs> his first game against Kansas City, he almost it's, beat him. The guy, yeah, like when he came in against the Chiefs, so you're like, everyone was like, wow, who is this guy? And then he ended up winning offensive rookie of the year. And then you figured out, okay, now you see why they drafted and him. And in my opinion, he's going to be a top 10 QB this year. Oh, he's going to be good. Yeah. Just... So I, I think it's a good move for New England. And I'm, like, I'm excited to see Mac Jones. I'll be tuning in week one against Miami for sure. Oh, yeah. It'll be intriguing. I mean, and it's the perfect situation for him too. But when the draft came around, I was like, if he goes to New England, that's the perfect spot for him. And what kind sure of numbers? Enough, what kind of numbers should we expect from him? Mac Jones? Yeah. Uh, if I could guess, I would say twenty touchdowns, maybe about thirty-eight hundred yards. But how many of those do you think interceptions? I would say around 15, 13, 15. Interceptions, yeah. Probably, in the, well, he doesn't really run the ball either, does he? he Jones, really, no. He's, he's not, not a runner. A, he's not a runner. But, yeah, I'd say about 20 or so touchdowns, maybe more than that. About flirting maybe with 4,000 yards passing. All right. Possibly. Better than Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. I think he's uh, – Oh, I think Lawrence is going to have some good numbers, just not a good record. Yeah, I think I think Jones will has, have the better record, but Lawrence will have the better stats. But Jones, no, but Jones has a better team around him. He does. Though. That's why I think he's gonna have the better record. Yeah. He won't need to have the numbers Trevor Lawrence does. Yeah, you might be right. Trevor Lawrence may have. Trevor Lawrence, I think, will have a lot more passing yards. Definitely. Oh, for sure. Probably more yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. Probably oh, yeah. more interceptions too. But. Yeah, because Jacksonville's not afraid. They're just letting the kid play. <laughs> As so you with, said, that's what they need to do. <laughs> yeah, and so with the Mac Jones starting, three QBs that are rookies will be starting. Trevor Lawrence, as we said, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson. Oh, poor Zach. Again, <laughs> again it comes to the Bears, too. Start the rookie. Just yeah. start the rookie. Yeah, you, you want to start Andy Dalton or Nick Foles instead of just the 49ers. Just start the rookie. Over your boy? Yes. Jimmy, Over- I, you know I hate Jimmy G. <laughs> He's not a good quarterback. Oh, he's not. He's just, he's trash. <sighs> he really is trash. I'll vouch for that. All right. Well, let's move into it, Derek. We're going to start with the NFC West for football previews. Gorams. Let's start. <laughs> Gorams. With, let's start with the Seattle Seahawks. Yes. Let's Are the Seahawks going to let Russ cook this year? Man, well, he kind of has the same core. I mean, did they, they didn't really add receivers or anything for him, did they? I mean, they the haven't really. The only weapon I see they added was Gerald Everett, tight end from the Rams. Well, that's. He's a good tight end, but he just never had a shot in Los yeah. Angeles. Mm-hmm. But. The thing they didn't do was upgrade the offensive line. It's his all that has been their Achilles heel for the last few seasons now. Yes. I mean, Dwayne Brown is questionable. Damian Lewis is questionable. Those are the two best ones. Mm-hmm. Ethan Procise, Gabe Jackson, Brandon Shell. Who? Well, Gabe Jackson came from the Raiders. He's a pretty decent guard. Yeah. I, I guess. But then my biggest worry with this team oh worry i don't care if they lose but worry is their defense got downgraded 
bad. Yeah. I mean, you've got Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner, but Carlos Dunlap didn't do anything last year. And they and don't they, have another pass rush. No. And uh, they didn't re-sign K.J. Wright, who's been a pretty decent linebacker for them. They let him walk, and he and just signed let, with the Raiders. And they let Shaquille Griffin go, too, mm-hmm. their best corner. So their yeah. corners right now are D.J. Reed and Trey Flowers. That's yeah, uh, questionable, especially in that division. This that, division yeah. they're in with the receivers in yeah. that division. Look out, Seattle. And, I mean, you've got Jamal Adams, but he's more of a linebacker than he is a safety. Man, can we say how tough their first six weeks look? Seattle's, yeah. It's Colts, Colts, Titans, Vikings, 49ers, Rams, Steelers. Ouch. And then week seven, New Orleans. I mean, it's at home. That's still not going to be easy. What do you uh what do you have them finishing? I have them 12 and 5. I have them 10 and 7. Okay. Do you just think that are the tough defenses that they're playing that they lose to in your mind, or is it? Uh... I just think it's the division that they're in. Okay. Yeah, I think it's because of the. Uh, I think just because this division, this division is just hard. I mean, I've seen it in the past that, I mean, not to mention when they play the Cardinals. Look at the, look how low scoring those games always are when they and play they the Cardinals. always lose to Arizona at home. It, at, without fail, exactly. They always lose to Arizona at home. Exactly. Then when it comes to your your Rams and your 49ers, you just never know what's going to happen with those either. They're toss-up games. Well, I have them splitting with all three teams. I have them going three and three in the division. See, I have them going four and two. You haven't beaten the cart of the Niners twice or the Cardinals twice? Let's see. Yeah, I have them splitting with Arizona. And I have them splitting I have... with Arizona and LA and the Niners, actually. Yeah, and I have them splitting with your Rams, too. Yep. So there you go. But, yeah, that first six weeks – I do not have – I have them going three and three. And the thing is, is man, it's just – Russell Wilson can only do so much for this team until he needs help. He's been the most sacked quarterback since he got drafted. He, by the time his career is over, he will be the most sacked quarterback. And that's, that's not what you want. He, he, they're, Seattle's lucky he's been healthy the whole time. Yeah, and he's not like Andrew Luck, and he got beat up and had to retire early. Yeah. But with the Seahawks, you know they will always, always be competitive. Oh, no, they will be. Like, you have – I mean, like we said, look who their quarterback is. We, you have Russell Wilson. You're never out of a game. I mean, the guy proves it every single week how, how good he is. Well, and now that I'm looking at it, Washington's going to be a tough game for him with that front seven and that it, Washington and has. And that's on the road on the road oh yeah we're talking about that front seven against that this subpar offensive line that could <laughs> also they didn't upgrade running back at all chris carson's a decent running back but he's not that good richard penny is a decent running back but he's not that good either but see the thing is too chris carson richard penny are decent but they got to stay healthy in order to be good and they and the haven't t- been that's the, the two key. yeah the two of them have all have been injury prone so yeah, against these tough defenses like the Rams, the Niners, the football team, Titans. <laughs> football team. The Steelers could be a tough one for them, too, on the road. That would be an interesting matchup. Mm-hmm. But I do have them going 11-6, 12-5. Packers? Packers? That's not an easy one either. No, but I, I do have them going. Being, they're, they're second in the division for me. 
but not yeah. by mu- not by much. They they could be first. They could yeah. also be eight, nine and eight. Yeah, it all I depends ha- on how the team plays. Yeah, I have them second in the division too, but two other teams behind them. It's it's pretty close. Yeah. So they did win the division last year, but we'll have to just wait and see. I just I don't like their defense. I really don't. Their defense and like we said that that offensive line is questionable and it's man. Russell Wilson can only take so many hits before the guy just doesn't get up again. So that's, that's, that's something, (laughs) that's something you got to (laughs) watch. No. All right. Let's move on to my Los Angeles Rams. Here we go. Of course, the uh, biggest story around them, of course, is this off season. Matthew Stafford comes over from the Stafford. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Stafford comes over from all those losing years with the Lions, and now he actually comes to a good team. And one of the reasons why he'll, I think he'll thrive is because, A, he's surrounded by a better offense, and, B, he has a defense, a defense for the first time in his career that will help him out. My thing with the defense is they lost two veteran players that were keys on that defense in John Johnson, the safety. He safety. Went to, they both went to Cleveland, and Troy Hill, the slot corner. Yeah, Troy Hill both. had three touchdowns on defense last year, by the way. Yeah, and they but they still have Jalen Ramsey, who takes away half the field, mm-hmm. and Aaron Donald. They still have, yeah, Donald that throws men around like kids. <laughs> so <laughs> they still have that guy. So, yeah, they're, they're in yeah. good shape. So the defense, like, they've got – they're young. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. But Matt Stafford is going to elevate this quarterback play. Well, I mean, yeah. that, that was that was their – as you say, Achilles heel last year was Jared Goff was very inconsistent. Oh, oh, I know. I'm going to see it this year with the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, their, their offense for the most part remains the same. The biggest thing is Deshaun Jackson is now going to be their slot receiver with and, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods and Cam Akers is out. And so, well, they traded, they're going to have Sony Michelle now. So I think Sony Michelle and Darrell Henderson mix will be good. It would be you know, good. Just kind of seeing who's the best. Pretty that was that was a pretty uh that was a smart trade. I think that McVeigh did by getting Sony Michelle in here. He mm-hmm. he realized he needed running back depth and, and getting him. That's I think that's a pretty good trade that he made. I think so, Sony Michelle's a pretty good running back. But the Rams do have a rough schedule to start too. I mean, the Bears oh. is not bad, but then Colts, Tampa, Arizona, Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's and look at that, week seven. Goff and Stafford play each other. Goff comes back to L.A. to get crushed by his former team. All right. Yep. That's but basically the one thing, how, what do you have them going in the division? I have them going to, oh, in the division, five and one. Interesting. Splitting with Seattle and sweeping everybody else. Mm-hmm. My problem with that is the last two years, they're 0-4 against the Niners. I, oh, yeah. I remember. So – how they mad you get. Oh my God. <laughs> so they kind of have to prove it to me. So I have them splitting with the Niners and going four and two in the division, splitting with the Seahawks as well. They have to prove it to me week 10 against San Francisco. You have to win that game. What do you have them overall? I have them 13 and four. See, I have them 12 and five. I have them like Green Bay, Baltimore, Seattle, and San Francisco splitting. But it all comes down to how Matt Stafford's going to play. Is he going to be good with a really good offense and a good offensive coordinator? Or and I, coach? I think, I think he will be. 
I have a stat I want to read to you real quick. So the Rams under Sean McVay mm-hmm. have gone. Hang on, I gotta I gotta do some maths here. I'll do some maths. Some maths. Maths. They've gone 43 and 21 under Sean McVay since he took over. It's pretty impressive. And the year before that, they were 4 and 12 with Jeff Fisher. Good old Jeff. Good old Jeff. (laughs) Your favorite coach. So, and Sean McVay has not had a losing season and missed the playoffs once, which was just this last year, two years ago. Two years ago, that's right, yeah. Yeah, they lost to Green oh, Bay in the divisional last year. That's right, yep, I remember now. So, I, this is honestly kind of the Rams' division to lose. It is. I mean, the, <laughs> it, it's, it's, I mean, it could be just a toss of the coin for some of these divisional games with them, but. Yeah, see, I got six and two at home and six and three on the road is what I have them going, so. I have them undefeated at home, actually. Five and four on the road. At SoFi Stadium? SoFi Stadium. <laughs> so, it, it, Matt Stafford, how are you going to go, man? Oh, I think he's going to thrive, and he's absolutely going to tear it up out there in Los Angeles. And I, I hope he does after suffering, what, nine, ten years. Do you realize that he's been in the NFL for 13 years? No. He's 33 years old. He was drafted by the Lions when he was 20. Wow. I didn't realize that. And you know how many winning seasons he had in Detroit in all those years? Three? You can count count it on one hand. Three? (laughs) No. Two. Two. That's it. Come on, Detroit. What are you doing? Ten and six, nine and seven. That's what they went. All the rest were losing seasons. And he threw for 5,000 yards in one of those seasons, didn't he? Oh, he th- yes. Yes, he did. And he, and, he, and he damn near almost flirted with uh, 50 touchdowns. Yeah. So he's guy's good. And he, I think he, I think he's going to thrive and do really good things down there. In you LA. know, you know, like it, Stafford's good when Aaron Donald during practice walks up and hugs him for his performance in practice. And like, you're going to like, you're good. Love me. Getting a giant bear hug from that man. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Let's move it on to the Arizona Cardinals. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals are going to be the odd man out in this division. Yeah. They have decent players, but if you look at the age of some of their players, you're like, oh, man. A.J. Green was an J- offseason acquisition. Can't stay healthy. J.J. Watt? J.J. Watt was an acquisition. Can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But Chandler I, Jones doesn't want to play for you. Zaven Collins, old. Big thing for them, I think, is uh, uh, losing Patrick Peterson was a big I, thing for That him. was what I was going to bring up. Their weakness mm-hmm. last year was their secondary, and they didn't upgrade. No. Buda I mean, Baker st- at free safety is your best cover guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is going to step up on that defense? Who knows? I never know. And I mean, they had uh, what's his name? They had Malcolm Butler, but uh, he's now on the he's retire- retiring. He's now retiring. So <laughs> yeah, so they're 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 hurting in their secondary right now. Definitely, yeah. This offense will be flashy. 
Kyler Murray, if you have him on your fantasy team, you're going to get some points. Oh, yeah. But can Kyler Murray lead this team to a winning record? I don't know if he can. Yeah, that remains to be seen for me. I also, don't, I think look at their running year. backs, Chase Edmonds and James Conner. Yeah. So people are going to just say, they're going to stack the box and say, okay, Murray, beat us with your arm. Let's go. Try it. Yeah, because you don't really have a home run threat at running back now since you let Kenyon Drake go. Yeah, you don't have that home run threat anymore. Yeah. I mean, Chase Edmonds, yeah, but he's he's just – no, he's not Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. So I have him going 7-10. and 10. Look and at that. In the division. Look at that. You so do I. <laughs> yeah, 7-10 and 10 and 2-4. and four. And like the, my thing with the, the, the same thing I said to the Rams about the Niners, you have to prove it to me mm-hmm. since Sean McVay has taken over. He has not lost to the Cardinals and only two of those games has he lost or has he not scored 31 points against them? Wow. So he, he basically has their number and it's up to Cliff Kingsbury to prove to me that they can win. I think they'll win in Seattle. Like they always do, mm-hmm. but like they split with the Niners and they lose both to the Rams, and they split with the Seahawks. Yep, I agree. And just looking at their schedule, it's like the first week at Tennessee, shush, boy. Mm-mm. They yeah. play Cleveland week six. Packers. Packers week eight. Yeah, and then they got Seattle and the Rams, Cowboys. I mean, just Colts. It's not easy. This is not no. going to be an easy road for them. I think they could. Could win 10 games, but their offense has to take a huge jump. Oh, they're huge jump. And by huge jump, meaning I think they got to average at least 30 points a game easily if they want to get to 10 wins. Oh, yeah, they have to. And Kyler Murray's got to take care of the football. He turns the ball over a lot. Yes. Yeah, he does. So fumbles mostly. Yeah. Fumbles. Fumble fingers. Got those. Got those butter fingers. (laughs) But. Last but not least in the NFC West. Eric's favorite team. The San Francisco 49ers. With his favorite quarterback. (laughs) The Niners. So there's one thing we're going to know about the Niners. They're going to run the ball down your throat. Oh, yes, they will. Raheem Mostert and Trey Sermon are going to lead the way there. Mm -hmm. But they don't have any receivers. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Brenda and Ayuk, they're small dudes. Well, it helps that they have one of the best tight ends in the league, at least on their George team. Kittle is pretty damn good. He's very good. And they <laughs> yeah. have a decent offensive line. Trent Williams, mm-hmm. Mike McGlinchey. And we know their defense is going to be strong, but I'm looking at their depth chart right here. One, two, three, four, five starters are questionable for week one. Wow. And that was their problem last year. They couldn't stay healthy. Well, as soon as they lost uh, Bosa, man, that uh, that really hurt them last year. Having Bosa is one of those people who's questionable. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's not good. They need him. They need him bad. They really need that pass rush and him for to be out there. And I, th- I think when he plays, he's better than his brother, Joey Bosa. But Joey Bosa, he's dealt with injuries too, but he's mostly been healthy. He plays through them. Yeah. Grab some but like, dirt and on then it. Another thing, they lose 
Richard Sherman. Their corners are Emmanuel Mosley and Jason Verrett, who's questionable, and Verrett can't stay healthy to save uh, his life. Verrett hasn't stayed healthy his whole career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the, the front seven will be good because they're led by Fred Warner, mm. probably the best middle linebacker in football right now. That's why he got that big old fat contract. Why he got that big old fat contract. And got all that cheese. But I think if the 49ers stay healthy, they can be good. But right now, they are not staying healthy. No. So what do you have them going overall? Uh, I have the Niners 9 and 8. Wow. I think wow. De- I think they'll be decent. But their division Six. record, it ain't good. I have them going three and three in the division. I have them one and five. And 11, six, 11 and six overall. Did you hear me? One and five in division. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Oof. I think they'll, they'll split with Seattle and Arizona for sure. Look at this. I have them going 0 oh and six against winning teams, nine and two against losing teams. Wow. <laughs> Is it because of the quarterback situation? Jimmy yeah. G and Trey Lance? Yeah. And I think if, I think, if they go with Lance, which they should, they he, should. The, the kid's going to have his growing pains and his learning curves, and that's why I think that will come into play. Now, I'm under the impression with this record, I under this record, I'm under the impression Jimmy G plays three or four weeks, they yank him out, and Trey Lance plays the rest of the season. Well, their first that. four games are easy but not. They played Detroit and Philadelphia on the road. They start th- – uh, no, they start two games on the road. But then they host Green Bay, host San Francisco, go to Arizona. It's not oh, easy. Yeah, 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 it's not easy. Especially having yeah, two division games like that. Back to back. Right, yeah. off, right off the get-go, yeah. I mean, yeah, then they got the Colts. Well, and you don't know what's going on with exa- there. Exactly. Like Chicago Lance. could be a good defensive team, but who knows with their offense. Got your Rams. Got the Rams. Rams. Seattle, then they but got the Rams they, and, then, and Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Man. You and I talked about it before. They are going to do this stupid rotation thing until they figure out quarterbacks like college teams where they're going to rotate Jimmy G and Trey Lance. It's the dumbest Why? thing ever. Because you're paying Jimmy G a lot of money. That's your own fault. Seriously. Just play the rookie. You gave up three first-round picks to get him. Play him. I know he's questionable with a chip in his finger or whatever. (laughs) That's right. He did get that, didn't he? But I'm going to tell you right now, if you lose one of these games to Detroit or Philadelphia, oh, boy, it's going to be a long season. Which which could very well happen because they're on the road. You never know. You never know. To the Lions, though, probably not going to happen. Philly, possibly. Oh, it's possible, but I really don't see it. it. It it just comes down to the health of the defense and if the quarterbacks can play well. But I agree with you, Jimmy. Jimmy G will be benched this year, oh, for yeah. sure. Trey Lance People, is the future. Just start him. Just yeah, start just, him. Yeah, just quit flirting with the idea and just start the kid. Tell you what, play him week ten against the Rams. Have him get smoked. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good confidence booster hey that's right you have aaron donald crush you five hey trey lance years. meet aaron donald <laughs> but i i have them if they stay healthy they i think they could go 11 and 6 is their peak nope nine and eight is what <laughs> i got just nope nine and eight that's what i got them winning record but i think they just benefit from an easier schedule hmm. possibly because they were so crap last year 
God, they were bad. But I also have a stat with the Sean McVay one. So Kyle Shanahan, since he took over, mm-hmm. in 2017, he went 6-10. and 10. 2018, he went 4-12. and 12. Oof. 2019, they went 13-3. and That's so when they went to the Super Bowl. When they went to the Super Bowl. And last year, they went 5-11. and 11. Ouch. Well, but they had last all those... year they were injured. Big time. And so, keep in mind, Greg Sala. He's gone. Robert Sala. Robert Sala. He's Robert the Sala. Jet, he's the Jets head coach. And he's he was, gone. He was a damn good defensive coordinator. I got so mad anytime they looked at him on the Rams. Whenever they played the Rams, they always showed his bald head going, yeah, yeah, like gorilla pounding his chest and i was like oh my god get his face off of my screen Eric, they, so showed, mad. they showed his bald head <laughs> dude every time they made a stop it was just like they showed him on the sideline and it made me so mad i know so they have is... a new defensive coordinator who knows what's going to happen with that yeah so real quick you have rams seattle 49ers cardinals that's your four Yes, Rams 13 and 4, Seahawks 12 and 5, slash 11 and 6, 49ers 11 and 6, slash 0 and 17, and the Cardinals 7 and 10. Yes, he finds the Rams 12 and 5, <laughs> Seattle 10 and 7, 49ers 9 and 8, and Arizona at 7 and 10. <laughs> 0 and 17. <laughs> and keep in mind, the last three years, it's been the Rams, Niners, and Seahawks winning the divisions. Yes, it has. They've they've swapped. So who knows what the hell's going to happen in that division? Best division in football, too, by the way. Oh yeah. All right, let's move it on to Derek and Eric's lounge since Leslie is gone. But first, a word from our sponsor, and we're back. Let's start with here. So great, uh, Bills defensive end rookie, their defensive end Greg. Ro- how would how did you say this? Rousseau, Greg Rousseau. Surprised his mom and bought her a brand new Jeep. A brand new Jeep. How awesome is that? Well, it's a brand new Jeep. That's pretty awesome. But no, it's just cool. So yeah, he's a rookie defensive end. Yeah. After he signed his new contract, went and surprised his new mom. He said, yeah, he's like, I'm forever grateful for her and everything that she's Done for me, yeah. Went over. There you go. Forty thousand dollars. Just went. He said, went in, paid straight cash for it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Paid straight, like uh, Randy Moss. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Went and paid that much, but that's uh, that's awesome. Congrats, congrats to him, old man. That's that's awesome. Not to mention, I mean, he's in the NFL. He's man, got that nice contract and does a nice gesture like this for my. I mean, honestly, if. If I was rich, <laughs> I would do something like this definitely for my parents. I mean, because you wouldn't be here if it wasn't definitely for the support of your parents and whatnot. But no, it's awesome for stories like this to come to light and for them to get a uh, get the public eye on them for doing stuff for sure. like this. So good on That's you, great. buddy. It's awesome. Man, how about this story? This is a crazy story. Malik Mc, McDowell. He's grateful for a second chance at his NFL career. He pre- he just he made the roster cut for the Cleveland Browns after previously being in jail for 11 months. For what? He was in jail for 11. But all right, so right here. 
So he, as you know, this is the guy he was drafted by Seattle where he got in that ATV accident. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've previously heard about this guy. So, but yeah, from right here between 2017 and 2019, he was arrested five times. Good Lord. But yeah, he was released by Seattle in March, 2019 and he was sentenced yeah, to 11 months in jail. But, uh, doesn't really say actually no here uh theft theft okay. so yeah he got in trouble for stealing but man i mean what about this guy he gets drafted by seattle has that freak accident happen to him and gets arrested all those times serves jail and comes out and balls out in the preseason and he makes the browns roster i've always believed in second chances so i mean just what a crazy him. roller coaster of a ride that this guy's taken i mean and just this guy, 25 years old, this guy is only. Mm-hmm. He's not even that old. But, yeah, he was a second-round pick out of Michigan State in 2017. But, man, like he's just said, like he literally, when uh, his press game conference, when he was announced that he made the Browns roster, he just said, he just acknowledged everybody in the Browns organization saying, hey, thanks for giving me a chance. I won't let you down. And, it's uh, no, it's, it's pretty awesome that he is getting a second chance. At his career. Agreed. Like I said, I always good. believe in second chances. So that's a good. That's, re- that's cool. Good redemption story, and definitely, I I hope this guy comes out and he he does well this year. It'd be pure, what a what a heck of a story that could be if this guy comes out and plays good for the Browns this year. All right, here we go. Third story here. <laughs> ESPN was scammed by a fake high school. Bishop Sycamore appeared on television <laughs> and then it later came out real quick the head coach has a warrant out for his arrest oh my god but espn found out that this is a fake high school and that all the players on the team were over 18 years of age and they were all high school dropouts god cannot make this stuff up but eric what are, what are your uh, i'm sure you heard about this but what yeah what are your thoughts about about this one, why did ESPN not screen to put this game on TV? Like, how did you put this game on TV? Uh, how do you not do your research and find out about this team if they're real or not? Uh, and the thing is, they they didn't even, like, play in a certain state. They went all around the country and played different teams. And some they- of these players were 19, 20 years old. And they were crap. They kept, they got smoked on national TV. And right here, when they looked into it, they found out they had dummy web pages, dubious accreditation claims. Did you see what their home address is? Cat, you know what? It's a gym where they would practice. <laughs> a gym. <laughs> And here you go. Yeah, it recently came out that they wrote a invalid check for almost four thousand dollars that they tried to use at a hotel bill and it got rejected. Oh, dude, they it they bounced. would apparently like they would have these kids apparently steal food from grocery stores to that's the only way they could eat. Wow. They they uh, they would just leave hotels without paying because they couldn't afford it. And also, I want you guys to be well aware if you have someone over 18 playing football against someone who's 14, 15, 16, 17. And they're not dominating. It's a crime. It's a crime. No, it's a crime. 
You can't have adults playing children. So you, Roy, the head, whoever is, they fired the head coach. Who fired him? Roy Roy Johnson is the head coach that has. Who the, is in charge of this team? Roy Johnson, right here. It says is the head coach, and he's the one that has the warrant out for his arrest. He should be in jail. Like, if you see him, turn him in. Eric, listen to this. So, his entire playbook. Player said Roy Johnson's entire playbook. Kate. Are all plays from Madden? <laughs> I don't facepalm often. Oh my god! But when I do, it's from crap like that. Can't make that up. There you go. So, former players came out and said, "Yeah, Johnson's playbook is from the Madden video game series." I get what he was trying to do where he has he has a team where high school dropouts can come play football and have a chance to get that back. Use a playbook from a video game. But he didn't give the kids who were under 18 schooling. And that's illegal as well. Mm-hmm. I, I get I. I sympathize with what he was trying to do. He just went about it the completely wrong way. Also, the game that was televised, they played the night before, and all of his players were getting hurt because they played two game two days in a row. It's just, it's it's it, it's just funny to me, especially it's just funny, but it's also sickening. But also finding that out just now, though, this playbook was from Mad. That just that's the icing on the cake right there for me. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, This guy needs to go to jail for a long time. All right. And then the last story Eric's got. And this one is is a this is a this is a real doozy. So this came to my attention. Yeah. yeah, So for the women's hockey gold or championship, I think I forget what the heck it's called. Hang on. The women's world hockey championships in Calgary. Team Canada. Team Canada playing Team USA. Team USA had won. Five years straight over Team Canada. Like LeBron would say, not one, not two, two, but five. But five. (laughs) So Canada, Team Canada wins in overtime from a goal from Marie-Philippe Pouillin. That is definitely a Canadian name. That's the French Canadian right there. Definitely. (laughs) So during the celebration. Oh, boy. Blair Turnbull. Goes out and jumps in the pile to hug the goalie, but lands awkwardly. Had to be taken off the ice. She suffered a broken fibula during the celebration. <laughs> I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often, to be totally honest. Hey, uh, what's his name? The kicker? Cardinals? Bill Gramatica, remember? Mm-hmm. Torres ACL. <laughs> uh, apparently, Alexander Radulov, when he was with the Nashville Predators, Mm-hmm. He went to go celebrate with his teammate who scored a goal. He put his shoulder into his face and gave him a concussion. And that was during game six in a playoff game. And he knocked him out for game seven. I get y'all are excited, but calm down. Here's my favorite thing, though. Like a hockey player, Blair was on the ice on a stretcher to celebrate with the team. Hockey players just... Hockey players are built different, man. Just put, they have no F's to give. No, they really don't. Actually, here the picture shows her on the stretcher. She is beaming, probably because it's kind of funny. 
it's funny and not to mention they won and she wants to be out there celebrating yeah. i mean one leg and all she could stand out there like a flamingo and celebrate but that is just they so she will be back skating in six to eight weeks just so everybody knows but she broke her leg celebrating with her team she'll be popping is, those she'll be popping those champagne bottles too probably in the yes. cast with her teammates <laughs> This is what she said on Instagram. The smile says it all. I am so proud of our team and unbelievably happy to be able to call as world champions. Well, yeah, broken leg will heal, but man, winning that championship will, will last for, for the rest of their lives. That's so, awesome. Good for Team Canada. Just good for Blair, but also, ouch. Calm down next time, girl. Yeah, just, we'll just, just chill out a little bit. <laughs> But yes, there you go. There's there's our stories for the week. Those, those are pretty, our stories. Those last two ones, man. Fake high school and that and that hockey celebration. Those there's some good gems right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's kick it back into our football discussion. We're gonna look at the AFC West. Go Broncos. <laughs> let's start with the back-to-back AFC championship, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, whoopty freaking do my favorite team in the NFL. So I, one of our listeners is a Kansas city chiefs fan. Hi, Adam. The only thing, only team, I only person I see standing in the way of this team is Josh Allen and the Buffalo bills. Mm-hmm. I hate to I think the it, bills but... and the chiefs are going to either be 15 and two or 14 and three. Wow. That's it comes down to week five when they play each other in Arrowhead. If Kansas City wins that game, they're going to be 15 and two. If Buffalo wins that game, they're going to be 15 so, and two. All right. So, what do you have the Chiefs in division overall? Four and two. Four and two in division. Then what and about that's overall just because record? of overall record 14 and three. Wow. And the only reason I have them four and two is because they lost to Vegas last year. Who the hell knows what's going to happen with the Vegas Raiders again? I have them 13 and four overall, and I have them five and one in division. Who do you have them losing to? In the division? Well, yeah, and then uh, the Raiders. Lo- the Raiders. You have them sweeping the Chargers. I have them sweeping the Chargers, but yeah, Oakland, Ooh. Oakland, Oakland beat them last year. Oakland, Oakland seems to give them trouble all Vegas. the time. Or Vegas. My bad. Vegas. Excuse me. Vegas. No, I'm sorry. I get. I sometimes I still say the San Diego Superchargers. So what's yes, going to be? But yes, the Vegas Raiders. I they always seem to have trouble when it comes to Vegas, and I think they're going to have trouble this year. See, I think they're going to struggle more with LA than they are Vegas this year. Possibly, I could see that too. The only reason I have Vegas winning one of those games is because they did last year. It's pretty sad. I think Herbert and the Chargers are going to be pretty damn good. It's pretty sad, though. We each agree that they're going to sweep the Broncos again. Uh, dude, it comes back down to the, the Cardinals. Like I said, against the Rams, you have to prove it with the Chiefs. You have lost 11 in a row. Nothing tells me you're going to win a game against the Chiefs. So you think it will be 13 in a row in seven years? It will be Correct. seven. Seven straight years of losing. Correct. Ugh. That's painful to me. What what tells you that the Chiefs are going to lose to the Broncos? Oh no, nothing. nothing. There's nothing. No, there's nothing. No, I and I, I I love Denver, but I'm telling you right now, there's nothing that shows that Denver can beat them. No. Now there are some sneaky tough games like Baltimore. They haven't lost to Baltimore, but you week never know. One. Week, week week one is 
Week one against Cleveland, I think they win. First, uh, first three, first three games are not easy ones for them. No, but I have them winning all three. So do I. And then Philadelphia. Pff, yeah, look. Yeah. The first game I have them losing is at home against Buffalo. I just, I, I do too. Really I, like Buffalo. Tennessee could be a sneaky one that they could lose if Tennessee's I, defense shows up. Yeah. See, I have the Bills. The Titans, the Packers, and the Raiders beating them. Packers, I could see. Titans, I could see. Uh-huh. Raiders, like I said, I can see as well. But I still have them winning those games. I think Kansas City's offense is too good for Green Bay's defense. But yeah, that spotty defensive line that the Chiefs have—that's that's the why, key. That's the why defensive think, line. That's why I think Tennessee could beat them is because Derrick Henry could have a field day with that defense. He could. He very well could. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see them losing a whole lot of games. Yeah, they're it's face facts. They're going to be good again this year. I don't want them to the be. Only th- but they the only thing I can see them slowing them down on offense is their depth at wide receiver. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, McCole Hardman, and Byron Pringle. Who the hell is Byron Pringle? I don't know. His parents maybe his parents <laughs> founded the Pringle Chip Company. I guess. Travis Kelsey, can't forget him. You cannot forget Travis Kelsey. By the way, he went number one in one of my fantasy drafts this year. Number one overall. That's a stupid pick. That's a really stupid pick. <laughs> a tight Help end. Help me get Dalvin Cook, so there you go. But, wow. Uh, I, the offensive line is also suspect, too. That's the reason they lost this Super Bowl, was mm-hmm. Tampa Bay was able to dominate them up front. Yep. So – a questionable defensive line, and that offensive line's got to stick together and protect Mahomes. Well, getting rid of Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, definitely. I mean, not having them in the Super Mitchell Bowl. Schwartz. You Mitchell saw Schwartz. what happened. You saw what happened not having the two of them in the Super Bowl. That didn't help mm-hmm. at all. But they do have Orlando Brown Jr. They did revamp that offensive line, but they haven't had a lot of playing time together. So it, it might take them a while to get together. But like we said, this this team is just they just have too much talent. Not to mention, I hate to say it. They have Patrick Mahomes. They're not going to be a bad team. By the way, Tyron Matthew, doubtful for week one. Ooh, I didn't know he was hurt. Uh, COVID. Oh, he's got the vid. So who knows? He might be back in time for that. But it says right now he's out, doubtful for week one, because he got put on the list Wednesday. Yeah, we each agree this this is going to be a good team. Mm -hmm. It just comes down to can the defense be better overall Mm -hmm. throughout the regular season. They're, they're great come playoff time, though. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move on to the second Super, best team in the division. Super Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers. Not San Diego. No. <laughs> L.A. You call them San Diego, someone gets grumpy in L.A. Oh, seriously. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong city. I said Just- L.A. No, I said that's what somebody would say. Oh, yeah, yeah. They would snap at you, yeah. I have the Chargers doing really well this year. I do, too. Because of Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. Justin Herbert, right meow, is my favorite quarterback in the NFL. Three and three, I have him going in the division. 11 and six overall. I have him 12 and five. Wow. Okay. I think they start off a little rough. I think they beat Washington. I think they lose to Dallas. 
Uh, see, I, that, those two could be flipped because Washington's got the better defense, but Dallas has the see, worst defense. See, and that's what I think is I think Washington beats them because of that defense, but then they beat Dallas. And then they lose to the mm. Chiefs. That really messes up my AFC East. But anywho, um, <laughs> I'm going to stick with it. I think they beat the, the, the football team because the Chargers have a damn good defense. Damn good defense. And for the first time in three years, Derwin James is healthy. There's all-star, all-pro safety. He's finally healthy, and he's going to play week one, and he has not been able to do that in like two seasons, and he finally they've gets got, to play. So, then they've got Joey Bosa up front. They have a little bit of a defense, different defensive line because they lost Evan Ingram to mm-hmm. free agency, but Joey Bosa is going to be dominant. Kenneth Murray Jr. Melvin, Melvin Ingram. Thank you. Thank you. Evan Melvin. Ingram's the tight end. Yes. For Kenneth the Murray Jr. is going to be the key for this defense. Oh, man. that He's going to be a damn. He, what yeah, a linebacker. Rookie, he's he was a rookie. Be. First round pick last year. Yeah, he's, he's a good linebacker. He's going to be huge for them. But then in the corners, Chris Harris, Michael Davis. That's pretty good. Derwin mm-hmm. James in the backfield. Yep. And Asante Samuel Jr., rookie. Can't forget. In. Oh, yeah. His so, dad was a damn good corner. <laughs> yes, he was. So I really like this defense. And then you got to remember the offense, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Oh, bud right there. That's, that's a damn good receiving core. And a that's sneaky a- pickup, Jared Cook, tight end. Yeah, you've been talking about that. I had no idea he went to L.A. And that's, that could be a huge. He Jared could- Cook in the right offense is a good tight end. And I think in this offense, he, he, he very well could thrive and put up very good numbers in this offense. Now, a, a- Quick thing to watch out for, four of their six starters, or I'm sorry, three of their six starters on offense of line mm-hmm. hurt questionable right now. Three Ooh. of their five. I'm sorry, I said six again. Three of their five. Ouch. That's not good. It's not good, but I, this offense, this is going to be a good team. Justin Herbert, yeah. But you got to think, though, they, they – uh... How will they do under a new head coach as well? You got to remember. Yeah, that. Brandon Staley from mm-hmm. the Rams comes over, goes across the the field into the different locker room. <laughs> Pretty much, that's all he did. Yep. Oh, I'm just gonna walk over here. I have him going eight and one at home. Wow. Yeah, seven and two at home. I have him going four and four on the road. And I have them splitting with every team in the division right now. Mm-hmm. I could easily see them sweeping the Raiders. Oh, yeah. I think the Broncos' defense is a little strong for them to sweep them. Yeah, and but, that's why I think Denver will probably beat them at home but lose to them in L.A. Mm-hmm. I actually have them – do you have them beating Cleveland or losing to Cleveland? No, I have Cleveland beating them. Okay, because I have that one as a win. But then I have them losing to the Ravens but, after that. I have them losing to the Ravens too. Yeah. Because, man. You know, I think, I think, a, I think they, now that I'm looking at that, Cleveland's going to be tough for them. Same with Baltimore. I have them eleven and six right now as well. Yeah, that yeah, that this like you said, this team is just too. They're too talented. Not to mention Justin Herbert he's has just shown get he's better and better. He's shown he's the real deal, and he was worth that that pick. And he, yeah, kids is I. He's gonna be good. I really like the Chargers roster. I love their uniforms. Oh my god, do they have some of the best uniforms in the NFL? That powder blue, powder blue with the yellow pants. Whoo! 
or that, pretty... that dark Navy one they have. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. I got to agree. They do have some pretty awesome unis. Chargers, I think, are going to be the second best team in that division. Let's move on to the Oakland Vegas Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> the Oakland Vegas Raiders. Yes, the good old Raiders. I don't know who Derek Carr is going to throw the ball to besides Darren Waller. Seriously. Well, uh, Henry Ruggs is their best receiver, and he didn't play much that last year. No. So they got Josh Jacobs, I guess. Darren Waller. Josh Jacobs is a damn good running back. Do you see who's backing him up? Uh, yeah. Kenny Drake. Kenyon Drake. That's yeah. a sneaky good third down running back for him. Man, they, they, yeah, it's, it's, they paid a lot of money to get him. In, and, oh, man, I almost said it again in Vegas. <laughs> I caught myself. It's okay. I kept saying Andrew Luck was the starter of the Colts, so what you yeah. going to do? <laughs> and every time we talked about New England, you thought saying Tom Brady or Pitt. Nope. Nope. Wrong nope. team. Yeah, Patriots. No, I mean, uh, uh, Brady Bucks. Yep. Brady Bucks. <laughs> Brady Bucks. <laughs> the thing with the Raiders, though, their defense sucks it's just yeah and i don't think it's going to be that good this year and that's why no. i have them with a losing record because i think their defense isn't going to be that good what do you have them going i have them two and four in the division i have them seven and ten overall i thought you were about to say two and 15 i was like come on man they're no. better than that but i have them six and eleven seven and ten overall yeah and two and four in the division. spoiler alert i have them finishing last in the division i do too Woo! Look at that! <laughs> we'll get to that, but yeah, just like you said, this this defense is questionable. And what Derek Carr are you going to get every single week? That's the thing. Who are you going to get? I the last three drafts since Gruden took over, I thought they were going to take a QB in the first round, and he's and taking they defense. Haven't. Defense, defense. Well, they took offensive line this year. Offensive line, yeah. But I I have them starting 0 and 4. Wow. No, I have them starting 1 and 3. I think they beat the Dolphins at home, and that's it. Interesting. See, that one is a flip flop for me, but I think Miami's defense is so good. Ravens, Steelers, Chargers, I have them losing two and only beating the Dolphins. I have them 1 and 7 on the road. So do I. <laughs> Six and three at home. I just I don't like their defense at all. No, and like you said, it's just Derek Carr is just so hot and cold, and you don't know. Are you going to get the Derek Carr that throws for three hundred yards, three touchdowns, four touchdowns? Or are you going to get the Derek Carr that's pedestrian with only two hundred yards, couple picks, and only like one or two touchdowns? You just don't know what, which one you're going to get. Exactly. And Derek Carr is a he's a good consistent QB, but he is oh, like throughout a season, but week to week, you just don't know what's going to happen. And the yeah. only guy on their defense that you could like is recognizable is Casey Hayward, but he's 31. Yeah. I, so, I the only this, other guy is Carl Nassib because he came out as gay. This he's a good player, but he's, team, not, he's not even a starter. He's not even a starter. No, but this team to me has a huge question mark over their head. They're one of the most – no, I said this team has a huge question mark over yeah, yeah. their head because I don't know who they are or what they're going to be. Does Marcus Mariota take over as starter at some Ooh. point, not with injury? 
Because of bad play? Yes. Let's see. Let's look at their schedule. What week could that happen? What, maybe we, what about week 10 when they play the Chiefs? Could it happen then? It could. Man, what about week seven when they play the Eagles? What if it happens then? Because <laughs> that I one's... I haven't beat it. We're beating the Eagles. Though. Oh, I haven't beating the Eagles too, but it's just, you never know. NFC team, you don't play that much. I just don't like this roster, and I don't believe in John Gruden as a head coach anymore. But to answer your question, yes, I could see Marcus Mariota coming in and playing because of bad play from Derek Carr. I could see I, th- it. I think it'll be towards the end of the season, but. I could see it, though. Yeah, this team is just, I don't know. They're very I don't like team. their roster. I really don't. I don't either. They don't have any receivers, and they don't have any receiver depth. Willie Sneed isn't even a starter. Chucky, you better, uh, yeah, you better get some talent around Carr down there. If not, you're in trouble. Also, he's got what seven years left on his contract. Seven, yeah, signed a ten-year, hundred, hundred million dollar deal. Oh, John Gruden's not worth it. I tell you what. Okay, moving on to. The hometown, Denver Broncos. Derek, we know the defense is going to be stout. Yeah, that secondary secondary for the most part is going to be the strongest suit of this team. Can the offense be middle of the road enough to get them into the playoffs? Maybe. (laughs) With Teddy Bridgewater, maybe. With Drew Locke, hell no. Let me just throw that out there. So Teddy, Teddy, two gloves. You can see why he. I, the reason why he's the starter is I think he's more conservative, conservative, and he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. And I think that is why Vic Fangio named him the starter, is because of that reason. He Drew Lock, yes, has a higher ceiling, takes more chances, but Teddy Bridgewater is just more check down and dump passes here and there, and I think that's why. He's the starters because of the he doesn't turn the ball over a lot. I just think when this team plays good defenses, they're going to struggle. Like against the Chargers, I could I could see them being swept. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs, they're not going to beat. No. I, the I mean the the they play Washington here. That's going to be a loss. I agree. Baltimore, they play Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. This 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 team does not their first three weeks yeah are pretty easy, but after that it's <laughs> it looks pretty rough after that. So I have them losing to the Giants week one. So do I. Because they can't go east and prove to me that they win. They haven't won under Vic Fangio out east. Uh l- let me just throw this out there. Since Vic Fangio's been the head coach, they haven't won in September. That's definitely going to change because they play Jacksonville and yeah, I, the Jets. Yeah, but, but let's just throw that out there. They are 0-6 in September with Vic Fangio as a head coach. All right, so the, the games that I have them wishy-washy, let's just see here. If I switch those to wins, mm-hmm. the best they can do is 9-8. and eight. No, see, that's what I have them. I have them 9-8 and eight overall and 2-4 and four in the division. But that all, that record could be flipped for me. I think they could be eight and nine. And if the wheels fall off, man, they could be seven and ten. I have them seven and ten right now. Yeah, the wheels fall I, off. They could be seven and ten. Until the offense proves it to me, I don't see them winning. Like 
I have them losing at Dallas because I don't think their offense is very good. And it's so frustrating because they, they, they have the talent. They have the talent at wide receiver and tight end with Sutton and Judy and Hamler and Noah Fant. I mean, they have it, but they just, God, they got to get somebody that can throw them the ball. Somebody that's good that can throw them the ball. Yeah. And they don't have that right now. And that is what's so frustrating. So let, let, let's just say right here, I have, let's, let's have them going three and zero to start this season. Mm-hmm. They go three and zero, and I'm going to do the wish wash games where I think they could win or lose. I have them 10 and seven, three and three in the division. Okay. I just, I, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I don't believe that he can lead this team to a winning record. Yeah. Uh, Again, their defense is going to hold people to 21 points a game. I don't think the offense can score 21 points a game. See, no. And see, the thing was with me, can you get the Bridgewater that you saw in Minnesota before he had his bad knee injury? And can you get the Bridgewater that you saw in New Orleans? when You can get the Teddy Bridgewater in Minnesota because their defense was super stout. Mm-hmm. You cannot get the one in New Orleans because Sean Payton was leading the offense. And we have Pat Shermer here. Woo! Look out. Pat Shermer, who's not going to put in a guy like Javante Williams, who they should put in over Melvin Gordon. He's going to use, he's going to pound the ball with Melvin Gordon, but he's got Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, KJ Hamler, Noah Fant. They're not going to get the ball. No. The reason Teddy Bridgewater is the starter is because they want to run the ball, not turn it over and control the clock. Broncos fans, Prepare to sleep on Sunday afternoons. This um, team is going to be boring. No, do you want do what you do? What I'm prepared to see, and I've seen it the last what four or five years since they've, well, since yeah, since they won the Super Bowl and done nothing since then. This is what's going to happen. It's going to be third and nine. Bridgewater's going to throw the ball for two yards, and they have to punt it. That is what's probably going to happen a lot. I think it comes down to this. Do you think the Broncos can hold the Giants to? under 20 points with with danny pennies maybe maybe jacksonville yes yes jets jets yes, yes. Ravens. No. no no pittsburgh no. no las vegas maybe maybe Browns, cleveland no washington maybe mm, maybe yeah dallas no 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 absolutely eagles yes eagles yes chargers at home maybe do we even need to say that? Don't even just skip the Chiefs. We don't even need to talk. Detroit, about yes. Cincinnati, maybe. maybe. Depends on how Joe Burrow looks. And Vegas Chargers again, maybe. Chiefs will put forty on them if they want to. <sighs> I, that that's why I don't think they're going to win very many games. I think their defense is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. You can't hold people to under twenty points every week. You can't. It's you, not you, possible. You can't, no. And last year showed it, like me and you discussed last year, the defense played so good against New Orleans when they didn't have a quarterback. And we each agreed, if Denver had a healthy quarterback that game, they probably would have beat New Orleans because their offense was not special that day. They looked bad all game. And the only reason they only put up 30-plus points on Denver is because the defense was on the field the whole game and they got tired. Yeah. And that shows it right there, that they're going to get tired and – they're going to let up and teams will start scoring on them. And that's what we've been seeing. Well, and I'm looking, you know, you know what the, the uh, Broncos remind me of 
Who? Jeff Fisher's last year oh, as a Rams boy. head coach. Their defense, top 10. Mm-hmm. They were good. Their offense, bottom 20. <laughs> yeah, Bottom 10, excuse me. That's what's going to happen. That's probably what's going to happen here. Do you? And I'm looking like the games the Rams held points or teams to 20 points or like 23 points or whatever. If they didn't score, they didn't win. Do you think uh, you think Bridgewater plays the whole year? Yes, I think he does too. I, I think I, Drew. Like I want to see Drew Lock again just to show the potential. I think Drew Lock's time in Denver is is over. Mm-hmm. I really think it's over, especially man just. Seeing the stupid same turnover mistakes he made in the preseason, I'm like, yeah, no. That right there proves why you're the backup, buddy. <laughs> I, I hate to say it. I don't want to see this happen. I never want someone to lose their job. But Vic Fangio, if you don't get 10 wins, you're out. You're fired. I agree. Him and Shermer need to go. If they go 9-8, and eight, let's say the defense is phenomenal, mm-hmm. top five, yep. and they go 9-8, and eight, Pat Shermer needs to go. Yes. Fangio will probably stay. I think if Fangio gets nine or ten wins, he stays. I think under under nine or ten wins, he's gone. But you have to upgrade quarterback. That's what this comes down to. If the Broncos had a decent quarterback this year, they're a winning team. If they had Aaron Rodgers, let's just say that, they would well, be okay. a winning. They'd be phenomenal. If they had an Aaron Rodgers, they would be fighting for the division. They're exactly. not fighting for – if they – let's just say Matt Ryan. If they had Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. is this team a winning team? Yes. Oh, yeah, they would be. Yeah. If they had Matt Ryan, oh, yeah, they definitely would be a winning team. Now, There's no doubt about they were it. also in on Matt Stafford. Yes. If they had Matt Stafford, this is a winning team. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. With him at quarterback, they're definitely a winning team with him. Teddy Bridgewater is going to break his record in touchdown passes because he's going to throw more than 15. <laughs> I don't think he's going to throw more than 20. Yeah. All right. 17 games this year, right? 17. Over under Bridgewater throws for 300 yards and let's see four games or no, Ooh. let's over or under he throws for 300 yards and more than four games or under. So let you, oh, oh, I'm gonna take it over for sure. You think he'll throw for 300 yards? I think he'll. I think he. I think he should put the over under at six and a half. Six and a half. Six. I think I would take the under, under on six and a half. I I only see him having like two games. He throws for 300 yards. Here's I want to bring this last thing. We've kind of stretched the Broncos talk, but yeah. What makes what made the Broncos defense so good in 2015? Pass rush. They played I with mean, a lead. Well, they played with a lead, and not to mention you had Von Miller, you had Demarcus Ware, you had Malik Jackson, you had Derek. Wolf. But why could they? Why could they go? Why could they? They pushed they had, it because they had leads. Because they, they had could the say, lead. Okay, we trust you know our corners behind us. Manning to be on an island. Let's push. Let's go. Manning and Osweiler got the lead, and they were able. Yeah, Vaughn and them were able to tuck their ears back and just blitz. I don't see this team playing with a lead a lot. No, well, they sure as hell didn't last year. <laughs> uh-uh. They haven't done that period a lot, yeah. I have them beating up the losing teams. I have them going 6-2 and two against losing teams. I have them 1-8 against winning teams. 
Yeah, I have two and six against winning teams, seven and two against losing teams. Seven and two, I have them at home, two and six on the road. Oosh. Yeah. So I, I, the Broncos could go anywhere from 10 and seven to seven and 10. 10. Oh, I agree. So mine is I have the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. That's my four. Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Yep. There you go. Real fast for so for overall mm-hmm. on the AFC. Now let me pull this up. Da, 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 da. I have the Bills being the number one seed, Chiefs mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. Browns three, Titans four, four, Baltimore five, oh. Colts six. And then who's your wild card team uh, at seven? Chargers. Chargers. Yep. I man, look at that. Seven for seven with me. All right. Then what about the NFC? NFC. I've got Rams one. <laughs> okay. I've got the Packers two, Bucks three, Dallas four, Seahawks five, Niners six, mm-hmm. uh, Saints seven. See, mine's the same except swap the Bucks and the Rams. Bucks mm. are Bucks are one, Rams are three. That could happen. That could very well happen. I, I, I just that- think it's so hard for Tampa to repeat. I know it is, but it's just bringing back all those starters and having Tom Brady, just, man, I just, I don't want to say they're going to be good, but Eric, they are going to be damn good again this year. <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to be really, really good this year. They are, but so are the Packers, so are the Rams, so are the Seahawks. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, right there, I agreed with you, all the seven teams in the AFC. And like I said, NFC just swapped the Rams and Bucks. And that's I the will difference. say, the NFC is easier than the AFC. Yes. I have so the seven teams I have in the playoffs for the AFC all have 11 plus wins. Wow. Wow. AFC really <laughs> NFC really tapers off after the top 3. Mhm. So It's I'm do I'm pumped. I'm ready for this 25 days season. 5, Five days. days. 5 Thursday. days and we'll find out. Real fast. Let's do a pick on that game. Oh, Dallas at Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> I have Dallas winning. No. No. It's Tampa Bay's at home. They get to raise their banner. Brady's I on live saw... TV. Do you have you seen Brady's record on Thursday night openers, Eric? There's some there's something about Dak Prescott coming back wanting to put on a show on national TV that yeah, I know, but kind of scares seen, me. But have you seen Brady's record on Thursday night openers after he wins the Super Bowl? What's his record? He's undefeated. He hasn't lost. Well, there you go. He hasn't lost, I'm just, Eric. I'm just going to go against the grain. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick against you. I'm going Dallas. I, I mean, would I love for Dallas to win? Absolutely, but I just don't see it happening. Don't you ever say that again. Nobody, wa- nobody would love to see Dallas win. Against Tom Brady? Yes, I would love to see that happen. <laughs> if it's against Brady, of course. Well, you but, also have the Cowboys being crap, don't you? I just, yeah, I just don't, I just don't see them outscoring a lot of people because I just think their defense is going to be garbage again. No, I, they're going to have to outscore people, and I think they will. Guess we'll find out. Dallas is going to average like twenty-five points a game. So you're going with Dallas Thursday. I'm going with the Bucks. Yep, and then we will get you our weekly picks next week for the Woo! opening weekend. Yeah, buddy. For those of you who want this on the record, I smoked Derek in the picks last year. I'm going to smoke him again.
yeah, I let's just say I was Didi, not Didi, very Didi. good on the picks Didi, last year. Didi. <laughs> good show, though, buddy. Good show. Good show. Leslie, we miss you. Yes, girl. You get your internet back soon. Everybody else, thanks for tuning in. This has been Derek and Eric. We'll catch you next time. Peace.